Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I had a listener ask me a question and so this particular person thought I would really like to volunteer at a shelter for abused women, but I am afraid or discouraged from doing it because of the probable spiritual stuff. I feel like it would be great to pray for all of those women, but then get spiritually attacked or just come home weary. And this would probably be a good um, applicable topic to talk about in a variety of different contexts. So this is not only about this specific prayer request, obviously. It has other extensions. So I do love this topic. This is something I've thought about (laughs) for a couple of years now. So a few years ago, I was praying, prayer walking around a a, um, business, and I had a friend with me. And at one point, we were walking past one of the workstations, and we had been prayer walking already for, let's say, an hour. And uh, so we had kind of gotten the lay of the land a little bit. And I think with prayer walking, I wonder sometimes if the first round is kind of like scraping the surface and then you go around again and it's like, Ooh, I'm really, I'm digging in deeper. I'm getting more here in this space. And so the second, or, you know, by this, whatever number of time around, all of a sudden my friend was like, I actually can't even go near that space. Like that was making me maybe a little queasy to my stomach or a little headachey, a little faint the last few times. But this time I am almost overwhelmed. I'm going to take a few steps back, sit further away. I'm going to let you do your thing. (laughs) And that was totally fine. I was, I was happy to pray. And after I had prayed and then it was like, can you get closer? And my friend became a good gauge to help determine how clean is this space? How are we finished praying? Do we need to still pray? And I appreciated that because that it's like she was the barometer in order to tell how we were doing. And so that was, that was good. So that's one thought. On the other hand, if she had gone by herself There's a limited amount that she maybe could have gotten done just because of her sensitivity. So, okay, another story. I was sitting at lunch with a couple of friends at one point, and we were talking about the ability to feel things or sense things. And one of the companions said, oh, like that person who just walked by, you could really feel what he was carrying. And the reality is I am not a complete novice or something at feeling, but I had not felt it at all. So I don't know if that was an extra measure of protection that the Lord gave me in that season, or if I'm, you know, if there's a scale of sensitivity, this person was extremely sensitive and I was (laughs) just less so. That is totally possible. And in talking about it with Bob later, he said, yeah, I think that's probably the case because if you were extremely sensitive, you would get to the point where you wouldn't be able to do a whole lot. And It's kind of like my husband, he eats, if he eats MSG, you know, let's say we're at a potluck and somebody brings a salad and he eats the beautiful salad. And then the next day he has a three-day migraine because not everybody knows that the word spices and ingredientless is a code name for MSG plus maybe some other things. So uh, he, it took us a long time to figure out why he was getting migraines. Uh, but as long as he avoids MSG, he's pretty okay. But the reality is that means he's extremely sensitive. Whereas for me, I usually can kind of tell like, oh, that flavor or that taste is not exactly what I would have wanted. Blah. 
Um, but it doesn't make me sick. So I, I recognize it's not good for me, but it's not something that is going to make me be incapacitated for three days. So the point is there are differing levels of sensitivity. And if you're extra sensitive, you just actually can't do certain things. My husband can't eat. Well, I almost said a brand name, but he, there's many foods he cannot eat because that would make him sick for many days. So I think it's good to recognize we have differing levels of gifts. And so if it were me and I was wondering, can I pray for this, for this facility? I would probably start by praying from a distance (laughs) in the comfort of my own home, pray over that space. And if there was a way of, um, if there was a mechanism to get the either the names of the women who were there or even a head count, like, oh, right now we have 14 women here or whatever it would be. I would want to know about that. Like, could I pray for them, you know, numbers one through 14? Or could I pray for them by name if the names were accessible, which I would be somewhat surprised if they were. But um, I, I think there's a level of saying, Lord, I want to be faithful and I want to pray for the things that are on my heart. But also recognize there are limits to that. My friend Kim, (laughs) I asked her at one point, this is one of my favorite stories. I asked her about the spiritual climate over the city where she lives. And she was like, oh, I don't don't know, but here's what my friends say. And I was kind of like, wait, you don't know? Like you hear from God so clearly you have this really robust and vibrant walk of faith. And she was like, oh yeah, it's my superpower that I don't feel things. I can go into places and countries and my intercessor friends are under the table. Like, how can you handle the spiritual atmosphere? She's like, it just doesn't affect me. It's my superpower. And I love that she has that as a superpower and that she doesn't view that lack of sensing as a hindrance. It, it, It truly for her is a gift. And so I think the main point of this entire extended talk (laughs) is to say what we carry is a gift. And so if I have a gift and I am treasuring it, then that's wonderful. (laughs) And so whether I can be traveling the world like my friend Kim, or whether I actually have a fairly limited life because of the amount of sensitivity that I carry, there is a place for you in God's kingdom in both cases. But the super sensitive friend probably shouldn't be going to the foreign countries because it's it's not actually good to be making yourself sick just because you can or if that makes sense like you can you can pray for things from a distance or say that's actually not my assignment i would be surprised if a lot of super sensitive people do deliverance ministry like there are there are other people who can be trained in that who are actually that would just be a better place for them by gifting and by calling so uh yeah lord i pray that you would give us clarity about what it is that we carry and how we can effectively use what we carry in order to further your kingdom thank you lord we love you amen